Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to Off in the S's, a podcast focusing on the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. I'm your host, Stu, and on today's show... The new Corvette is coming! It hit the track for its first test ahead of joining the grid in 2024. And we update all of the new GT cars that are going to be on the grid at the 2023 Rolex 24. Buckle up, because you're about to go Off in the S's. Ferrari are a brand that have their toes in a lot of different types of motorsport, you know, be it F1, of course, sports car racing. They've, they're hitting all the sort of corners of that space. And one of the things that we haven't seen too, too much in the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship in recent years are Ferraris on the grid. Well, this could change here for 2023 with the release of for the new Ferrari 296 GT3 that is set for its IMSA debut at the Rolex 24 Hours. Well, it completed three days of testing at Portimao that featured Alessandro Piraguidi, David Rigon, Daniel Serra, and Miguel Molina who all took to the track, with indications of it being an overall positive test. The new Ferrari GT3 that was announced a few months ago, um, it's indicated by Ferrari that they plan to bring five or six of these to the Rolex grid, including a full-season Michelin Endurance Cup entry in GTD Pro. It has been announced that Risi Competizioni have been confirmed Confirmed to be at the first two races of the 2023 season with the new car, and Centillier Racing is set to run a full season entry with the new Ferrari. Outside of them, other teams potentially rumored uh, to be racing the entry have not yet been confirmed, but we will keep our ears out for any developing news there. Moving on to another Italian brand in Lamborghini. Lamborghini was set to launch the Uracon G. GT3 Evo 2 back at the beginning of this season, but that was delayed until 2023. However, it is on schedule now to launch for the Rolex 24. Lamborghini have said that it is possible for existing customers to purchase this new Evo kit for their car, which uh, the Huracan initially debuted in 2015. Uh, it saw an, uh, its first iteration of the Evo kit in 2019, but however, in order for customers to be able to upgrade this to the Evo 2 specification, they have to have purchased the car within the past year. Now, you'll recall in 2022, there were just two teams that hit the grid uh, in full for full season competition anyway. Uh, that used the Lamborghini Huracan, um, and despite this, Lamborghini said they expect there to be at least five of the Huracan Evo 2s on the grid in 2023. They did indicate that they will have factory support for a GTD Pro team in the Michelin Endurance Cup, and assuming that Carbon with Peregrine Racing and NT Esport continue to run those Lamborghinis, then that, that brings us to about three entries. The fourth entry could be filled by TR3 Racing. They ran Daytona and Sebring in 2020. 
2022 with support from Lamborghini. And then this kind of leaves just one mystery entry to be added. Should be noted that uh, teams that are going to be running the cars should expect to receive them in December. So we're going to keep our eye on teams' social media pages when the calendar flips over, see if we get any more indications on who is going to be running the car. The Porsche 911 GT3R will also make its North American debut at the Rolex 24 in January with the aim of having five or six entries on the grid. Now, you know, we've talked about this with Ferrari and with Lamborghini, and, and you know, there's a few question marks that are definitely surrounding those brands, and are they going to be able to get that many cars on the grid? Who's going to be running them? You see, with Porsche, it's much more straightforward at this at this point, especially with news that came out last week no, uh, that uh, Kelly Moss has confirmed. They confirmed on Midweek Motorsports that they will have two cars for next season. At IMSA Radio tweeted another top-class entry for GTD in 2023 as Kelly Moss Racing have two new 992 GT3R Porsches for the new season. Co-owner Victoria Thomas speaking on Midweek Motorsport, saying that this will be in addition to their Porsche Carrera Cup North America program. Now, Kelly Moss Racing are established in that Porsche Carrera Cup North America. They regularly, I mean, they must have five or six cars on a regular basis on the grid, frequently running at the front. It's very... If you watch one of those races, it's not that difficult to pick out which ones are the Kelly Moss cars. They're going to be at the front, and they do have a bit of a distinct paint, or most of them do. So good to see them jump back up into the premier sort of uh, IMSA division here in the WeatherTech Championship in GTD. Um, they also recently announced that they're looking for uh, female drivers. They're doing uh, similar to what Aston Martin is doing and sort of a driver competition. Uh, where they're going to fund a driver to drive. Actually, this is in the Porsche Carrera Cup North America, but potentially trying to build up their development system with some more female drivers. Overall, in the Porsche sphere, with those five or six that are on the grid back in, man, August, when they initially announced this, I made my predictions on who were going to be on the grid. Of course, this is, of course, before we knew that Kelly Moss was going to be on the grid. I'm saying that it's going to be FAF Motorsports, Team Hardpoint, Wright Motorsports, and maybe we get one of those WeatherTech racing entries be Porsche for the full season. Honestly, I also think that there could be a shot. This I have absolutely nothing to back this up other than um, other than <laughs> sort of gut feel here, but maybe TGM, Team TGM, who races in the Michelin Pilot Challenge, maybe there's somebody that could take the step up to the WeatherTech uh, Championship, whether it be on a full-time basis or just for maybe the Michelin Endurance Cup. We, they did do it last year at Daytona uh, for the Rolex. So definitely so they have some history there and maybe worthwhile keeping an eye on. Do you think I'm wrong though? Tell me who you think are going to be on the grid. Not only in these in the Porsches though, in the Lamborghinis and the Ferraris. You can hit me up on Twitter at off in the S's. Now it should be noted that the Porsche is the first of the new cars to actually take to the track for a competitive race environment. It took it took to the track in early October for an NLS race at the Nürburgring, and then actually later in the month Falcon Racing is going to be the first customer team that will uh that will take possession of the car and race it at an NLS race at the Nürburgring. Actually, an update on that, they were not able to actually start the race, so unfortunately 
They're not the first customer team to race the car. <laughs> that first race at Nürburgring though, it did take an overall podium and had a very, very strong race. So there are some very good early signs for this car and building off of what was a very dominant car in IMSA over the past couple of years, specifically in the hands of Faf. But also don't forget about Wright Motorsports. They had a pretty good run with it as well. Uh, but they're going to look to continue their championship winning streak in the GT in a GT category in IMSA going into 2023. Oh, and how could we not talk about Corvette? There has been a lot of news coming out over the last couple weeks about Corvette and the Corvette Z06 GT3R. Um, of course, this is going to be their new GT3 spec car that is going to be launched for 2024, not for 2023. Going to be on the grid 2024 for the Rolex. Um, and they, the first video of this car was actually released by Corvette Racing. The video came after completing an initial rollout earlier this month at the hands of Antonio Garcia. The car hit the track for its first proper testing laps and it has been confirmed in a racer.com article that IMSA customer teams will be the first to take possession of the car next fall and that there will be GTD as well as GTD Pro teams on the 2024 grid in addition to a customer team that will be racing at Le Mans. Now, outside of that, Laura Wontrop-Clauser told Sportscar 365 that they will be focusing on the US market for the first year of the release and only exploring Europe the European market for the right team that fits in the right series. Now, all indications on this kind of point towards the World Endurance Championship. The World Endurance Championship in 2024 will be the first year of their GT3 Pro-Am category that's going to be replacing the GTE category. So it does kind of make sense that maybe that's where Corvette would want to focus their European efforts in the first year. They did also indicate in the years after that that they will do a more comprehensive expansion to Europe as well as Asia, recognizing the market that exists there. And, um, and they also mentioned that in the first two years, though, they're definitely not going to be rushing through this. They're only going to try and produce about 10 to 12 cars in uh, each of the first two years. This does meet the FIA minimum homalgamation amount that they have to produce of 20 cars total in the first two years of production. Um, so they just want to ease into it a little bit. They said they don't want to rush into making 30 cars a year or anything off the bat until they have an established support system in place to properly serve their customers. Meanwhile, in the for the upcoming year, the 2023 season, that will still be using that GTLM or GTE spec that's kind of been reduced to GT3 uh, spec car, they did announce their driver uh, plans. Jordan Taylor, Antonio Garcia will be joined by Tommy Milner for the Michelin Endurance Cup races in the number three Corvette. And meanwhile, Tommy Milner will also remain on as the main test driver for the Z06 GT3R. And with this, they also confirmed that on the grid, there will only be one Corvette in 2024, as they want to make sure that they maintain enough of their resources focused on that new GT3 entry. That's going to wrap up this one, though. Before we go, make sure that you are subscribed on your favorite podcasting app so that you never 
miss an episode, you can also follow along with us on Twitter or on YouTube at Off in the S's. Once again, though, a big thank you for tuning in today. I hope everyone has a great race weekend and doesn't go Off in the S's. <laughs>